You are listening once again to Houndstooth Heroes, a fully integrated sports machine. A little bit of housekeeping before we get started. You can follow us on SoundCloud at, believe it or not, Houndstooth Heroes. Thank you to the mothership, Roll Bama Roll, for allowing us to be their most unofficial podcast. Find us and subscribe on iTunes or on our Facebook page, or you can follow us on Twitter at H2th Heroes. You can even buy a t-shirt. PayPal us at houndstoothheroes at gmail.com. 22 bucks, and it comes with a fly-ass sticker. Or, if you're in Orange Beach, you can find me, Greg Dawkins. If you're in Nashville, contact my co-host, Ellis Metz. How are you doing, Ellis Metz? I'm doing well, and I'm happy to report that tonight I'm drinking the glorious, the the beloved Bell's Brewery Two-Hearted Ale, so it's a good night. Oh, that's that's got to be one of the top five faves, my friend. You can't beat it. What are you sipping tonight? I'm sipping on a little, okay, let me tell you. You know, I've been, I'm, I'm an international jet setter now. That's right. Man uh, of mystery. Yeah, exactly. Uh, most interesting man in the world, except I'm not. Uh, I am enjoying an Angostura 1824 rum that I have recently acquired in my uh, weekend jaunt to the island nation of Trinidad. That sounds delicious. Right. But also super intriguing. How was it? Oh, uh, well, dude, it's, well, okay, for the, the rum of the, the island, um, the rum is delightful. I can drink it as others would drink water or tea. Mm. It is that smooth. Mm. The island kind of was trash. Uh, went down to Trinidad to uh, check the men's soccer team out, and, of course, it was a damn tie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so we got the draw out of that. Spent all that money, went down to a trash island, and it was a draw. Nothing, nothing uh, draw, right? Yeah, do what? It was zero, zero? Yeah, you're not we, even... We in it. Alabama say nothing, no, nothing. Spring involved. Nothing at all. No, mm-hmm. Basically, nothing happened for an hour and a half. Nothing. Um, so get back, get back to Pensacola to no luggage. Um, oh. <laughs> so you know the Trinidad. Just if you're going to an island, don't pick that one. It's uh, it's there's no beaches. There was sun. The people aren't terribly friendly. Just uh, it, it's 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 not my jam. But you know there's there's a thousand islands down there you can pick from. Just don't pick that one. But I can tell you this: they brew a damn fine bottle of rum. Mm. Don't What's even have a uh, bobsled team though. Well. Do they? No, no, that's Jamaica. No, then there's no use for them. Yeah, there's just zero use. Exactly. What's horrible in your life, my friend? Well, as you know, we're approaching that time of year where Nashville fancies itself as Newfoundland, and we're ducking into like, I mean, I'm going to say single digits. That's coming. It's not here yet. So it's blizzard season. It's blizzard season, yes. And for me, uh, that means the time of year where I walk the family shih tzu in a sweater. (laughs) <laughs> not, not, not me, the dog, in no, a sweater. No, not you, no. Uh, so that started this week. And that sounds manly. Yeah, oh no, it's a great look for me, really. Right, all the ladies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, you know, and, and frankly, look, you know, it's not, it's not a good weather for a thin, a thin blonde man either, but, you know, I guess the dog needs a sweater too. <laughs> That's valid. Um, you know, I don't know, I don't know which of us is more embarrassed, to be honest, but... Here's what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started on the uh, crap we had to talk about on this ridiculous podcast. Uh, the third edition of the college football uh, playoff rankings are out, and your Crimson Tide checks in at number two once again. Uh, what do we hate? What do we not hate about the whole lineup? You know, mostly I hate, again, that it's November, and here we are talking about rankings that won't matter until next month. Right. Uh, it's hilarious on one hand because... Ohio State fans are all up in a bunch because 
they are number three and we are number two, uh, whereas they're undefeated. But the hilarity there is that three and two are the exact same thing. Yeah, pretty much that that two three game is going to happen with the same two teams. Yep. It really doesn't matter whether you're two or three, but yet to them. It's all the big difference. Yeah, and I guess it affects your uniform choice, maybe. But uh, maybe they look better in, in the in the in the scarlet. It's, it's a slimmer look, I think. Who am I to judge? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, big weekend for them though, as they play their first ranked opponent of the season. Oh, well, you know it happens. It happens for everybody. <laughs> I remember my first ranked opponent. <laughs> my first in August or so. Yeah, exactly. It's just sad. Now the one little the one little groundbreaking nugget I did here when they. Uh, announced the rankings was committee chair Jeff Long said that they had toyed with the idea of putting our tide at number one ahead of Clemson, which, you know, I don't really care. As long as you're in the top four, it doesn't really matter to me. But I would have relished the great national hand-wringing that would have happened had the tide been vaulted up to, num- vaulted up to number one. All the hands would have been wrung. Poor, poor Dan Wolken would have wrung his hands until they were just little nubs there. <laughs> just Wolken nubs. Little, little baby walking nubs, but yeah. So that was about. The, I mean, that's the take. I mean, yeah. The, the, the teams are the same. Clemson still one. The Tide still two. Ohio State's three. Notre Dame is four. Do we have any hot blazing takes on Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma uh, in their you know in that jockeying for the four position, or do we really care? Well, I'm just a little to that they've set it up so nicely for a Big Twelve team to jump in. I thought it would have been hilarious if they got left out. I hate a Notre Dame and would have loved right. to have come across them at some point uh but oklahoma i have a feeling will beat the number six ranked team right now um oklahoma state ohio state will beat iowa and it'll be uh kind of what you think clemson alabama ohio state oklahoma i'm calling it that's that's kind of where i've where i've been what i've been thinking too and the notre Notre dame people will wring their hands but honestly i mean we're not gonna this is not one of our picks but notre dame goes into boston college this weekend at playing at Fenway, and honest to God, it would not surprise me mm. in the least if Boston College walked out of there with a win. Ooh, that's a hot take. It's hot. I mean, don't. I mean, I, I had to. I had to put a mitt on before I said it. But Boston College has one hell of a defense. Uh, I think they are number two or three in the country. Uh, and Notre Dame doesn't really have a defense, but I think if Notre, but I think Boston College can stop Notre Dame. And if, if that happens, don't be. Don't be shocked, and let me just tell you, you heard it here first, mm-hmm. Boston College should walk, could walk out of there with a win, so having said that, they'll lose by 40. <laughs> heard it here first, bet the mortgage on the Golden Eagles. Exactly, uh-huh. exactly. All uh-huh. right, uh, let's go ahead and switch gears and get into our game of last week, where your Crimson Tide took on uh, the Moo U from Mississippi State University and emerged victorious 31-6. to uh, What do we hate? You know, it was a glorious win, but there were a couple of moments that kind of sullied the whole thing. Uh, first and foremost, the Kenyon Drake broken arm. Yeah. Poor dude, always hustling, had a great game, which we'll get to. Uh, ran down the field on kickoff return, tried to swipe at the guy. You all saw it. And I, I have a feeling if they broke that replay down frame by frame, it would probably be pretty repulsive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the thing. Saban said he's out for three weeks. I don't care, okay, but I don't... All right. First of all, this dude. This dude seems to be made of the finest Irish crystal. He yeah, we gotta get him. What are those like chewy chocolates that have the calcium inside? Right, right. He's mm-hmm. he needs to eat some of that. Yeah. Uh, because he broke his leg against Ole Miss last year, broke an arm against this this year. But with Saban saying three weeks, I mean, 
I've known people that broke stuff. They don't heal in three weeks. It's a right. six-week thing. Yeah, I flew off the swing set in elementary school. and Were you was swinging again in three weeks? No, I was on the bench for months. Right? I hear you. And that was, I just had a bruise. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway, so here's the interesting part to that. Uh, he had surgery Sunday, the day after the game, and his timetable right now, they're hoping perfectly mirrors one Alex Watkins, who, if you'll remember, was a tied defender from 2011. Uh, it, that that year, we had the same schedule we've had this year. And so we played Tennessee, in which he broke the bones in his forearm. It flopped around, uh, just like Kenyon's. And he set out the bye week and then played two weeks later against LSU. So luckily, you know, we, Kenyon is not a must-have for the upcoming game. Although, right. don't tell Saban I said that. No, God, no. And... Uh, you know, hopefully we have him back there for Auburn. That'd be great. Fair enough. Uh, you know, he will be missed. Yes. Because uh, he, he, you know, obviously he was our threat on the edge. But I'll, the thing that 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 I'll miss the most. I know where you're if, going. Uh huh. If you uh, watch the uh, state game, uh, Kenyon Drake threw the block. Bruh. Broke Calvin. They broke that Calvin Wrigley sixty yard touchdown touchdown pass, and that block made my shorts tight. It was just laid the dude out, and it was one of the most beautiful blocks I've seen all year. And it was perfect. Ridley did that cut where he broke the guy's ankles, and then there was only one guy who had a chance on the play, and Drake just decleated him. Oh, my God. It was just gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but it does. But it does open opportunity for uh, five-star running back Damian Harris out of Kentucky to get some experience because he will obviously be, be moving into a primary role next year. Yeah, it's – it's hard. I feel bad even saying this. I'm a little down on Harris just because the glimpses we have seen have been a little underwhelming. Correct. Um, he, he's got time in it, and like everyone seems to point out, Mark Ingram was not uh, senior Mark Ingram when he first stepped onto the field. Yeah. Nor was Trent Richardson, nor was Derrick Henry. Correct. So. But the other opportunity this could open is for the man-child that is one Bo Scarborough. This is a very solid point. <laughs> Yeah, that could be a thing, man. <laughs> it could be a thing. We'll see. I mean, he hasn't shown a lot either, to be honest. Got a little action uh, in Starkville, a little action in Athens. Um, I don't know if he's in trouble or what's well, happening, but he's not getting consistent playing time, so we'll see if he develops this year. I, I anticipate, well, we'll get to Charleston Southern in a, in a minute, but I anticipate, you know, Derrick Henry is not going to be on the field for very long. Uh, so I anticipate little Bo Scarborough probably getting some playing time, too. And I would, because he's really been relegated to just mop up duty. Yeah. And so if he can get some playing time to see what he can do, uh, that might be, he might be an interesting, uh, it might be interesting to see where he goes. I am excited. Exactly. But something else we did hate. Yes. Is kind of the whole first half and uh, Dak Prescott threw for 300 yards, but I mean, they got no points, but. Hilarious. uh, Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it's hilarious, but here's the thing. Dak Prescott, as we pointed out last week, if you if you happen to listen, hey Fred, thank you for listening. There we're our one listener. Um, if you and David to, Goldstein, David, big fan now. Ah, oh, thank you. Well, we've got, got a fan club. In fact, they've even chatted about it on the Twitter. They have. And David, I just want to. I feel like I should point out was the first to actually use hashtag #BurtFlop. So we appreciate that. <laughs> Outstanding. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, Dak Prescott, as we pointed out last week, what is their leading rusher? So on that fourth down, if you cover their wide receivers and Dak Prescott, they're not going to go anywhere. Right. But if you have Ohio State doing that, um, they have Ezekiel Elliott back there who's going to get that one yard. So giving up 300 yards passing 
is concerning, not about Mississippi State, but it's concerning about if you if we can do that, and then we have a another you know another talented quarterback that happens to have a running back behind him, mm-hmm. we could be in a world hurt. Yeah, and it was so frustrating because we came out and had two sacks in their first four, four plays. Uh, I, the defensive front certainly showed up as we expected them to, yeah. uh, but we let them get a few third downs and just couldn't quite couldn't quite get them off the field. To be honest, yeah, I mean. I, I, through three quarters, they were out gaining us by 112 yards. Uh, you know, we were winning, but it sure didn't feel like we were winning until the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's really kind of amazing and probably uh, just speaks poorly to Dan Mullen than anything else that they ended that game with six points. I know. It's just the saddest little thing. And, well, not sad. <laughs> no, hilarious. hilarious but it's absolutely hilarious. We hated it nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, the final thing that I hated, no real sustained drives. I mean, all of our big plays, I mean, granted, I know there's a thousand different ways you can win a game and you can't really bitch however it happens. But, uh, you know, we kick off return by Cyrus Jones for a touchdown, uh, the Derrick Henry big runs, uh, and State's not at all bad at all on defense. So, you know, I guess I shouldn't, true. shouldn't complain about that. You get touchdowns how you get them in this American tackle football. But nevertheless, I would have liked to have seen us sustain some drives, you know, uh, and, you know, move the ball down the field. I'm the same way. I don't know if I just got too much Bama in me or what, but I sort of get mad when we have punt and kickoff returns because I just want to see some sort of evidence that our offense can get in a rhythm and do something productive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we did not get to see. By the way, if you've not uh, checked out the Crimson White article today, on right. the, Twitter, the Twitter account at the at, Cho- at Coker Deep Ball, you should absolutely check that out. Uh, every bit of the hilarity that is involved in the Twitter account of at Cho- Coker Deep Ball uh, is in that article. Uh, you so must, not see the Coker Deep Ball at all this game. You almost just said at Choker Deep Ball twice, which is something completely different. Completely, you know? totally, yeah, different. not the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great article with. Uh, friend of the program, Aaron Suttle, is getting a mention there. It's good stuff. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, anyway, let, enough of the things we did not hate. I mean, we did hate. What are the things we did not hate? There were quite a few. There were a few. Yet again, you just cannot hate Derrick Henry. Uh, he finished the game with 204 yards. Granted, 139 of those came on very big runs. Kind of an average day with those two runs aside. Yeah, I'm not big in the math, but 194 minus 139 is like 70. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, or maybe it's not. I don't really it's, know. It's, you're but, close. Uh, you're close. I'm not going to try. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, we kind of, as an offense, took what the defense gave us. They stacked the box all day. And so we went out there with the intention to throw the ball until they made us not throw the ball. And I think you kind of have to give credit to our coaching staff. They used Henry when they knew it would work, and it, it worked just like they thought it would. And, hey, for the past few games uh, – Lane Train has finally taken the advice we gave him a good two years ago against Texas A&M to run the damn ball, and uh, it seems to be working out. And, and I'm glad it took this. I'm, I'm sad it took this long for the light to come on, but I'm glad it did eventually. Agreed. And while we're on the subject of Lane Train and things we did not hate, his phantom stiff arms down the sideline. It was a beautiful thing. Really, maybe the highlight of the season. Yeah. If you uh, if you have not seen the uh, the video of that, you can go to. Our Twitter account at H Two Heroes, and it is featured prominently uh, on that uh, on the feed. Uh, but yeah, because uh, I think that stiff arm run of Derrick Henry, because 
think about the Heisman is because it's kind of a BS award anyway. But you kind of have to have your Heisman moment, whatever that is. Uh, kind of like Mark Ingram had against, I guess, it was Arkansas in two thousand nine. Keep doing this, South Carolina, South Carolina. Damn it, whatever. I'm not smart. <laughs> Don't start with me. Um, but anyway, that Heisman stiff arm, that that stiff arm run was more than more or less his. Uh, I would say it was his Heisman moment. Uh, and, and 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 Lane Kiffin mirroring him on the sidelines was hilarious. Lane's Heisman moment. Um, you know, I actually think Derek will be penalized for this Charleston Southern game. You think by the voters? Yeah, he's he's unanimous right now. He's the biggest favorite. I think he's still got a good chance, but he's going to have to turn out against Auburn. I think uh, after this game, and I suspect because I hate Oklahoma and everything I hate succeeds, mm-hmm. uh, that one Baker Mayfield, yeah, who just seems like a total loser. Well, have you seen him dance though? I've seen imitations of him dance. I haven't actually watched. All right, dance. the Baker Mayfield uh, dance video. If you haven't checked it out, just go YouTube that. It's hilarious. Okay. Well, so, I mean, I like the Mayfield cat just because he can uh, cut a rug, if you will. And he beat Tennessee, which was fine. But exactly. I'm afraid he's going to make a charge late because, uh-huh. of course, Big 12 are right. idiots and put and, out these and, big games. And Ezekiel Elliott uh, has Sparty this weekend. That's Yeah, that's a good point, too. So keep an both eye on him. those guys have big games. And if either one of them shows out, I think you're right. I mean, it could be a bad, you know, because... Derrick Henry is, is going to have less than 100 yards because he's not going to be in for very yeah, long. Yeah. So, you know, unless he breaks a couple of runs, which is entirely possible. But, uh, but yeah, if, if one of those guys shows out, uh, it, it might, be, might be bad news for Derrick. Yeah, we'll see. Well, let's just hope he uh, finalizes things against Auburn because I can't think of anything sweeter. Right, exactly. Moving on to things we also did not hate. Dim sacks, though. Son. Loving a sack. Nine sacks. Nine whole sacks. The uh-huh. most we've had since a time we played Vandy. Yeah. In... I don't remember the year. Maybe I, the... I, read, I read an article, Vandy and, you know. Derek Thomas Vinnick, days? I don't know. Vandy, a bunch of things to memory is not my thing. But... So I read Vandy and just went whatever. So, you know, it was a few years ago we beat Vandy. We sacked him a bunch. Maybe I'm just on. glad you remember that Mark Ingram game against Arkansas. Shut up. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but, again, it was sort of to be expected, but not to this extent. Um, they, Mississippi State's had a patchwork offensive line all year, and obviously the strength of our our, our defense is you know, the, the front seven. So, you know, getting the sacks is not a shock, but Dan Mellon, Dan Mellon coach the Mississippi State team has never given up nine sacks, and we've never had this many. So, you know, hey, red letter day. You know, your boy Jonathan Allen led the team Ooh. with yeah. And, uh, well, do we want to call it four? Because he apparently took out Coach Saban, too. Yeah, how about that? Saban just bleeding like a badass the whole game. <laughs> uh, the video of him, I don't use this term often, and uh, when I do, I'm typically describing my shih tzu in various costumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the family shih tzu, I should say. But family shih tzu. But yeah. Saban describing his cut was just adorable. And uh, he just talked about how... He was tougher than the team, and he was so athletic that he kept his feet when Jonathan Allen <laughs> gave him the blow. It was really a pretty awesome interview. <laughs> That's adorable. Uh-huh. All right. So, yes, we can't, we, there's nothing to complain about there, but it is time to go ahead and let the hate flow through you. Ooh. Take a look at the, the hated Charleston Southern football squad. Do you know anything about this I know affirmation? Exactly. I have written down five things that I would like for you to know. Please well, share. Well, I don't really know if there's five. There's some. I don't count. Uh, number one, 
Things you should, thing number one you should know about the Charleston Southern football squad. They are the Buccaneers. Number two, okay. they are called Charleston Southern, but they play in North Charleston. Oh, what the hell. Right. Their colors are navy and gold, so it's exactly like hating Notre Dame, which is super easy, mm-hmm. except when Notre Dame wears green, and nobody really knows why that happens, but it does. What but, are those? So you can pre- exactly. So you can pretend like it's Notre Dame, even though it's totally not. I like that. Right. Uh, currently, Nancy Tao's girlfriend will be on the sideline. It'll just be just like it. Exactly. Totally like that. Uh, currently, they are nine and one. They are the number nine ranked team in the football championship subdivision, and they have already clinched the Big South championship. Okay. So that's four hot takes. Do you have any other Big South squads? Are there other Big South squads? I don't know. They may have clinched that after game one. I don't know. Like I know, the guy, like I know things. I don't know. Um, all right, but here's what we do know about them. <clears throat> and from a matchup standpoint, um, university obviously has the advantage in pretty much everything that we do. Uh, but the real advantage comes on our offense against their defense. Derrick Henry has 20 pounds on every Charleston Southern linebacker. Their nose guard is the size of Denzel Duvall, our linebacker. Aww. So, yeah, it's basically like if you took – if you like eliminated our front line and moved our linebackers up and moved the safeties up the linebackers, yes. that's what's happening in this game. Uh-huh. Is they are their entire position short of what we do. Also adorable. It is adorable. Uh, but in case you were here to take the Charleston Southern Buccaneers lightly, uh-huh. Coach Saban was here to remind you that much like Georgia Southern, who ran through us like shit through a tin horn. Quote unquote. Yeah, like shit through a tin horn. Supposedly uh, that's a patent now, quote. Right. Now, I I think of myself as pretty proficient in profanity-laden analogies, mm-hmm. but this one is new for me. It's increased my lexicon, and I'm grateful to our Crimson Overlord for it. Yeah, it, it's a really um, visually compelling analogy there. Yeah, like a shit through a tin horn. Uh-huh. And, and so accurate. Right, well, actually, no, it's not. I don't no, even know not. what that means. Well, I meant of whatever Georgia Southern did to us. Right, okay, fair. Yeah, they did run for 300 yards. I don't think, I think, I think his analogy is off if we're going to really uh, break it down. Uh, I don't have a better one, but what Charleston Southern does is not at all what Georgia Southern does. Also, have uh, they updated the plumbing technologies or what? Right, well, I'm actually speaking of the football field. Oh, oh. What okay. they do, yes, Charleston Southern is a running team. They primarily run the ball. But they are not rocking the uh, Georgia Tech Navy uh, wishbone. Mm. So I don't really anticipate them. I don't see them knocking out 300 yards on us on Saturday. Yeah, so it's not a triple option, but they are a ground team. Yeah. Um, It's it's a little odd because their quarterback is a former uh, UAB Blazer. So we should oppress them. Your favorite. Uh, Oppress UAB, man. Correct. But uh, I guess he spends the whole game. I don't know if he runs. We should know that. He may yeah, run. He runs, but he doesn't. We he don't really hand know. Off. He does We're, one or the two. One right. Or the two. I, mean, he, I don't think they throw, so let's say he runs two. Okay. Uh, but in reality, this I, I, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think this is going to be a blowout because what this really is is I think we're going to get the starters out after a half at the most. This is We can call this the don't get hurt bowl yep. because that's we call it a win if everybody emerges intact. Yeah, I agree. I mean – I expect at least all of the second half to be backups, and not even because it's a runaway, just because we can't afford to have anybody go down in this game. Exactly. I mean, th- this game is not going to, in terms of playoff committee, 
this game is is not going. If we beat them by sixty, we were supposed to beat them by sixty. Mm-hmm. If we, I mean, no matter what we do, it's not going to be good enough right. to if, satisfy anybody. If we beat them by six, we look like Ohio State. Right. I mean, that's the thing. We're, it's not going to help us if we slide down to number three. If Ohio State beats Michigan State or even four after this, I'm not going to be surprised in the least. Uh, so, because nothing we can do can improve our stead when you're playing a FCS team, uh, I, you know, which is a whole nother ball of wax that the national media has all all been out of shape about. Um, should we, they've called it a, dis, a disgrace and shameful? I wouldn't go that far, but you know what? Uh, my opinion <coughs> is surely we could find a football, an FBS team that's shitty that we could have played on this weekend instead of having to dip down into an FCS. Opinion? Yeah, definitely. And it's always nice when schools like Alabama keep the money in-state and play yeah. somebody like a, oh, well. South I, Alabama? I was going to say UAB, but not right. so much. Well, no. <laughs> not so much this year. Um, uh, well, but yeah, like a South Alabama, that would yeah, be great. South Alabama or Troy, I'd be, I mean, Very that, nice. we're gonna, the same result would happen. Why yeah. not keep the money in-state and play them? You know, Coach, Coach Saban was asked about it. He said, we, it's not that easy for us to find somebody to play. Well, I mean, I think that Troy or South Alabama would be thrilled to play us. And, you know, frankly, I wouldn't mind playing the game at South Alabama. I know we're not going to mm. do that. But um, it's, I still don't see a reason why they would not ske- we could not schedule them. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Just don't, don't schedule those Jacksonville State fighting Gamecocks. Hell no. They will rise up and beat you, I ass. <laughs> Or at least come close. Hilarious still. Oh, oh still. It's like, it's like two months later. Still hilarious. Oh, no. All right. Let's uh, real quickly, uh, before we get to a couple of the uh, most anticipated portions of the program, mm-hmm. I'm going to flip a little bit to basketball. Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Whoa. Uh, after a nice little win over Kennesaw State last weekend, Avery Johnson's team traveled to Dayton. Uh, now, granted, they were an Elite Eight team last year, but. Uh, they showed why. Uh, your tide lost eighty to forty-eight. Yeah, um, and the line there, just to give you a little perspective, was Dayton by nine. Yeah. So we were hoping to keep that game within ten. Right. Uh, didn't didn't keep it within thirty. No. Well, and and that's the thing. It opened at ten and a half and closed at nine. So wow. people thought we were going to be better than that. So, yeah, the thing yeah. is, we're not. Um, no, we're not. We run in Avery Johnson's hurry-up offense, which he has said from the get-go would take some time. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, if that goes cold, it's blowout city, and that's exactly what happened with Dayton. They closed out the first half on something like a 12 to nothing run. Yeah. We had them tied at 18 at some point, and then it just all went to hell. Yeah. But, you know, like Avery Johnson said, Rome wasn't built in a day, and brighter days do seem to be on the horizon for your tide. But, hey, I would heed his advice to buckle up because this shooty hoops team this year will be a bumpy-ass ride. <laughs> Got him with the buckle up, which, speaking of... Buy a t-shirt. They're available. Sounds two heroes at gmail.com. They're $22 and comes with a fly-ass sticker. All the cool kids are saying hashtag buckle up. And I'd also like to point out that's $22 including shipping. So right. Oh, yeah. You're not paying a, shipping. That's a steal. I, it comes directly from the Orange Beach Post Office that I pay for my damn self. Wow. So get on the Gmail and buy yourself a t-shirt. What a guy. Oh, no, uh, right? I'll tell you one thing about those t-shirts. When you're wearing it around looking fly, nobody's uh-huh. going to come up to you and say, what are those? 
Oh, the most anticipated portion of the Houndstooth Heroes podcast. The Ellis Met segment. What are those? You see what just happened there? Uh-huh. Uh, I'd like this week to give just a quick nod to an NFL what are those. Uh, I don't know if you saw NFL is calling it the color rush on their Thursday night games. Oh, Current, at this, yes, at this very good. moment, there's an awful Titans and Jaguars matchup, which I'm not even going to touch on. But last week, there You're was... You're not there? Do what? You're not even there? It's in Jacksonville, it? thank you. Ah. <laughs> um, last <laughs> week, there was a Bills and Jets matchup in which the teams wore red and green. And uh, if you have been to Deadspin, they did a simulation of what that game would have looked like for colorblind folks. Because if you're not aware, red, green, colorblind is sort of a thing. Yeah, it's quite like, a thing. And it like was just two brown teams. Yeah, two brown teams just mashing together. So a nod to that. Uh, right. Back to college football and the most anticipated award of this podcast. you got to give it to the Mizzou Tigers for wearing all white this week, huh? Oh my, Bruh. they did not. Bruh. I don't, we don't like to get political, and we won't get political. Yeah, I'm not going to get political, but when you've had an entire thing about, you know, basically, you know, it's a race war going on in Columbia. Yes. Um, they tried to, I mean, they. I did not know that Missouri was wearing all white. I do know that they were scheduled a white out, which... <laughs> Horrible, just so horrible. horrible. But I think that that was canceled. But it's good to know that the football team went ahead and uh, went with the with, with the whole white theme during the midst of a white race yeah. war. I'll so, so I ask, what are those? Good, good question. All right, then finally, we're going to get to the picks, uh, in which you should absolutely bet your trailer because who needs a trailer anyway? Uh, including our hate of the week, of the week, of the week. Thank you. Um, so. Let's uh, start the with the uh, team that ran shit through a tin horn. Georgia Southern is getting 13 and a half in Athens against UGA. Who do you hate? You know and I know, but now our listeners will soon know, Georgia Southern is our squad. Mm-hmm. Georgia Southern fans from way back. We squad hard with the Jasso. The Jasso, uh, yes. I was trying to make a joke there. Like mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, yes. Myth the setup. Whatever. <laughs> All about some Jasso. Uh, they are frequent and persistent line coverers. Mm-hmm. So I'm hating Mark Rick this weekend. It's easy to hate on to Mark Rick and I'm Rick and I'm going to join you. 13 and a half scares me because it could be a 14 point game. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm going to think it, I'm going to suggest to you that it's, uh, it's going to lean more to line, more to a 10 to a 12 point game. So yeah. I'm going to hate on the Georgia Bulldogs. And Next up. I'll briefly point out, Georgia's yeah. actually getting its act together. I think that line would have been a lot tighter if Georgia weren't playing as well as they are right now. Yeah, I think they've improved. But I still, that that Georgia Southern, you know, oh, that, 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 that triple option, if you've got one week to get ready for it, you are screwed. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. It sure enough is. Uh, Charlotte. I don't know. All I know is Charlotte. I don't know if it's... North Carolina at Charlotte, or if it's Charlotte University. So Charlotte is a brand new football program. Do tell. I know what? this. They're the 49ers. Okay, okay. Don't quote me on this. No, nobody's listening. We make up half this shit. We're good. <laughs> uh, but they are a new program. They've played a couple of traditionally decent uh, kind of action level teams pretty well this year. Okay. Um, so they are rolling into Lexington. As 24 and a half point dogs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I'm going to hate the Wildcats here. Again, it's basketball season. Right, exactly. And I am absolutely with you on that from the little research I've done. <laughs> uh, and God knows it's a little bit. That whole F plus minus ranking thing, I don't even know what it oh, means. Oh, nice. Right? I don't know what it means. It's far too it's far too mathy for me to know what it's talking about. But they agree that Charlotte is the pick here. Um, they like, like you said, they have played some matching teams pretty well, certainly within 24. And if you think Kentucky's any better than a matching team, well, by golly, you haven't watched Kentucky. That's right. What do you do on Tuesday nights? Exactly. Uh, well, you know, there's a lot of things, but not that's not one. Don't tell. Uh, I'm not, not a word. Uh, all right, next up in glorious Oxford, Mississippi, the LSU Bayou Bengals roll in where they are a six and a half point dog. By the way, LSU opened at four as a four point dog and it has moved to six and a half. Uh, some have indicated that the hat is coaching for his job this weekend next. What is your take on, first of all, before you get to the game, what's your hot take on the Les Miles situation? It seems really absurd. They've been calling for his head every year since like 2008. Um, his career record there is something like 110 and 30, give or take. Uh, you know, he has kind of disappointed the past couple of seasons, but maybe we've got another Mark Rick situation. I just don't well, think our, they'll get rid of him. Yeah, I think they've, LSU's been pissed about Les Miles since they lost to Tennessee inexplicably in 2007. Yes. Um, but here's the thing. I get what they're saying, with Miles. All right. Les Miles has a national championship in 2007, but even that team lost two games. I don't know that Les Miles, particularly as long as Nick Saban is on the other side, I don't know that Les Miles is capable of going undefeated at LSU. I would agree with that completely. So with that in mind, I think LSU sort of needs to evaluate who they are and what they, who they want to be and who's out there. I mean, do you think LSU is capable of winning a, a consistently ten, you know, consistently ten to twelve games? I don't know. As long as Nick Saban is on is in the SEC West, I'm not sure about that. So I think, <coughs> excuse me, easy. If, yeah, <coughs> I may be about to die because <coughs> rum didn't went down the wrong way, but um, it was it was it was smooth rum, but nevertheless, um, but I don't I don't. Like Georgia, I think LSU kind of needs to evaluate who they realistically who they are and who where the, where they can actually be. Yeah, and um, I think right now, I think right now, Les Miles is as good as you're going to get in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah, I agree. And if I'm an LSU fan, the most frustrating thing is the number of recruits that have started leaving the state. Right, and that's that would maybe that's something you need to work on is. Bring in, you know, a top-notch recruiter because your guys aren't getting the job done, at least by keeping the guys in state. Um, and I don't know if that – I don't know what the draw is. You know, I, we're beating them a good bit, I know, but there's got to be a home draw. Uh, so if it's a facilities problem, you fix that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things you can fix without having to can the head coach. Yeah, agreed. In the game at hand, however. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't, I'm not really feeling Ole Miss. Are you? Okay. I, I don't know why. I think they've got this stigma about LSU. They had their great season ruined last year in pretty hilarious fashion. I know it's in Oxford, but I think, and I said this last year, or last week and probably the week before, I think the four net that we have come to expect finally shows back up, reappears. Um, I don't think Ole Miss has an answer for the run game, and I 
I don't know if LSU wins outright, but I think they cover six and a half. Okay, fair. Uh, if it was at four, I four and six or four and six and a half are just two entirely different numbers. Yep. Um, I I'm on the fence. the uh, The wise guys are all over Ole Miss on this mm-hmm. game. Um, I tend to agree with you. I think with Les Miles coaching for his job, if in fact that is the case, uh, Ole Miss. You know, and, and they and they do have Denzel Nkamdichi, who's hospitalized for unknown unknown reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're tuned into some Ole Miss people, you know the reasons, but we're not going to divulge them here because you know we are strictly compliant with HIPAA uh, on this podcast. So I don't. I, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to hate on the Rebels. I just don't think they can. I don't think they can do that. I don't think they can cover six and a half. Hating the freeze. No. Moving on to just picturesque. Uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, mm-hmm. everyone's favorite vacation spot. Uh, yeah. The beatdown and struggling Moo Cowboys yeah. roll in as four point dogs. Who you hate here? I am hating on them, the Moo all day long. So much. Arkansas could beat anybody, and they do this every year. Yep. They are flopping around on a Burt flop. Hashtag Burt flop. Hashtag Burt flop in the beginning of the season. And by the end of the year, they're world beaters. So, you know, in one sense, thank you for scheduling them early, uh, schedule makers in Birmingham. Um, whatever, whatever you're doing, Red Elephant Club, we appreciate it. Uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, late in the season, Arkansas's world beaters, I'm hating on you hard. Yep, and uh, we've seen the Bama effect take hold of a few teams now. LSU mm-hmm. comes to mind immediately for teams that have just dropped off once we've put the hurting on them. I think Muyu's hurting, hating them hard. I hear you. Uh, next up, your... Tennessee Volunteers hey, hey, hey. travel to uh, uh, race war ridden uh, Columbia, Missouri, where the Vol is favored by seven and one half points. I think that's a weird line. I would have expected this closer to two touchdowns. Really? So yeah, that makes me scared. I'm thinking it's probably kind of a a trick line, as it were. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So my head obviously says to hate on the vol here, but I can't do it. I think they're a much better team than Mizzou hating the yellow tigers hard. Okay. Uh, the only, I was, I was with you there until today I'm reading the West Rucker, who is the Tennessee beat writer, uh, Twitter account. And he seems to think that seven and a half to eight is entirely too many in this game. And I don't really, I have no real feeling on it. I I think, I think Tennessee is substantially better than Missouri. But it is at home, and Missouri somehow beat BYU last week, so maybe they're pulling it together. Uh, so I am gonna hate. God, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hate the ball. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Missouri covers it. I think that's probably a smart pick, and it's probably gonna be raining only because I feel like it's raining all the time in Columbia, Missouri. Yeah, just constant. Yeah, Monsoon. I don't think it's ever sunny. All right, quickly, a uh, couple of sort of cupcakes. Oh man. I forgot to say it. Muyu is my hate of the week, week, week. week. Moving on. A couple of cupcakes here. Uh, Florida Atlantic is plus 31 in the swamp of Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? I am hating on the Florida Gators. Yeah. For the same reason, I when we get to us, I'm not sure I'm going to love us either. Florida's going to pull some players. Uh, Florida Atlantic is not horrible. For, in, in addition, Florida, can, Florida Gators don't score 31 points. So if, you know... It, Yes, they're going to win this game. Don't be ridiculous. But it's going to be like 30 to 6. 
I mean, they're, uh, Florida just doesn't. Uh, it, Florida doesn't have the capability to score thirty-one. I don't believe, and especially when they're not going to play their starters for a half. So I am going to hate on the Gators hard. Yep, I'm with you. Thirty-one uh, is just too much. Hating Gators, plus they're led by a Treon. Right, exactly. There you go. Uh, and then another one uh, down on the worst village on the plains. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I'm hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thank you. Uh, the Idaho Spudmaxes are getting 34 points against the barn. Who you hate? Uh, for the same reason for the Florida game, I am hating on the barn. Uh, number one, I don't think the barn can score 34 points, no matter who it is. Mm-hmm. And they and they have us next week, so they're going to want to keep whomever they've got uh, out of this game. So, you know, the situ- I mean, they're fighting for a bowl, and it's not like this game is going to affect their college football playoff ranking. So all they need to do is win this game. It's not like they've got to blow Idaho out. Uh, so if they win their six games, they get to go to Birmingham and do what they do in that ridiculous bowl game. So it's not. I don't. They have no reason to run up the score against Idaho. They need to stay healthy. Uh, I would lay the house on Idaho here. Yeah, and I was ready to take the barn at like say twenty four. Right, thirty four is just entirely too many. Hating the barn as well. Correct. All right, our game of the week. I can't. Have you been able to find an Alabama Charleston? No, and I checked right before we got on. There is not a line for this game. I guess they're holding out till Friday night or so. Exactly. So with that, we're just going to set one. Let's call it 44. Let's call it, just to make it interesting, 34. Okay, 34. That becomes a whole other issue. Because mm-hmm, I think we're both on the same side if it's 44. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't cover 44. Yeah, uh, I'll go in first. I think this, you know, we've seen Saban in these type of games uh, with a first-year quarterback, just spend the whole first half flinging the deep ball. Right, right. I think we'll see a lot of Coker deep ball, which will be perfect timing for those clicks the CW is so desperate for over there. Exactly. exactly. Um, I think Henry probably finishes with like 50 yards on 12 carries or something around that. Uh-huh. Not impressive. Uh, I hope he breaks one. I would love to see him break one. I think Griffith has a good game. I haven't thought of a score. I'll go 30... Seven to six, which has okay. us not covering the thirty-four. Yeah, I'm at forty to seventeen, not covering the thirty-four. Also, I just 17. Yeah, well, it'll be I 17. mean, I think I mean once we, I think we're not going to play our first string right. defense for long, and that seventeen will probably come at the end when we just don't care anymore. It might not even be second string in there; it may be the third. We'll so, have our hands you know, in the air. I, yeah, I just. Whatever the line is, set your own line, but I don't see us covering it. I just don't, we don't have a reason to. Like I said, there's, no matter what we do, uh, we're not, unless we beat this team by 70, nobody's going to be impressed. So I, there's no, we're going to just play some people and try to stay healthy. And it's weird. 34 is actually also the over under on students left in the student section by the end of the fourth, by the end of the third quarter. Oh, oh. Got him. Humor. Humor. We should, we should sign out. Exactly. We totally should. Uh, so, again, find us on Facebook or on Twitter at H2 Heroes. Listen to on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Uh, once again, our big shameless plug to Wild Bill's Wing Sauce. They did nothing at all for us this week, but we appreciate their support as much as we appreciate your listening to our weekly podcast. And we'll be back to talk about uh, the Iron Bowl next week. Take us home, my brother. Can't wait. Y'all be good. Roll Tide. <laughs>